0: Hey everyone, welcome back to The Coop with Meyer Hatchery, where we talk all things poultry in hopes of educating chicken keepers and inspiring future flock owners. I'm Tessa, and today we have a special guest. Linda from our customer service team is here to share her experiences with loss as an experienced poultry keeper. Before we get started, did you know that you can save $5 off your next Meyer Hatchery purchase by entering the coupon code THE COOP2022 at checkout? Thank you for joining me today, Linda. My pleasure. Happy to join the coop for an episode. I know we're going to have a lot to talk about. So let's jump in. How long have you been keeping poultry?
1: I've had birds since 2015. It did not go well that year. Over the course of the summer and fall, we lost 54 chicks and juveniles. I learned lots about predators. My sister said we should call Dad's place Massacre Meadows.
0: Oh, wow. I don't know if I could have kept going after that. That's a lot of loss and heartbreak right out of the gate. Now that you've raised chicks dozens of times, how do you handle those failures? I think we have all experienced loss here, but after you feel like an expert, how do you handle it differently?
1: I'll let you know once I feel like an expert. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, we're very often comfortable and confident in our routines. We get up in the morning and follow the usual routine, coffee, let the dogs out, care for the other animals, shower, get dressed, go to work. We can do the same thing when we brood chicks, turkeys, ducks, etc. We become set in our routines because they worked before, but when it doesn't work this time, what then? Often because of past successes, we don't stop to look for what may have changed that we didn't notice. We automatically think something is wrong with new chicks. The truth may be that there's an environmental change we haven't even considered. Some nuance that just goes unnoticed can have a big impact on success.
0: Sometimes the stress of raising them sends me into a tizzy trying to blame anything but myself. I get that. I had two winter hatches this past year that had loss, and I was quick to think it was my incubator's fault. Well, who was running that incubator? It was me!
1: One of the reasons I was thinking about this is because I was listening to a podcast on the topic of seed starting. Sometimes seeds germinate and then die. When this happens, I don't think the seed company sent me bad seeds. They germinated. So clearly, they were not bad seeds. Sometimes they don't germinate. Maybe they're not great seeds, but maybe I still need to figure something out. A problem on my end. There can be so many variables Temperature, lighting, moisture, humidity, soil, and nutrients, to name a few. Do any of these sound familiar? It really made me think of the similarities between raising chicks and growing seedlings. A lot of things can go wrong. Sometimes chicks arrive alive and well and begin to become weak or die a few days later, as a seedling might do. We -hmm. might want to think the hatchery sent sick or weak chicks, but clearly we need to examine our brooder setup and feed choices with a fine tooth comb to see what details are different this time than others.
0: So for those of us who have been around the barn a time or two, what can we do to be more aware of those variables?
1: Some of our coworkers are excellent at tracking data, recording variables every time each broods poultry, because things do change even though the basic setup is the same. There are some that may be obvious. Keeping chicks in the garage or barn in January isn't likely to be the same ambient temperature as doing that in July. Other things are harder to pinpoint. It doesn't matter how many years one has raised poultry, each brooding experience is unique. The circumstances and environment change each time, especially in a home setting. It's essential to take note of the temperature, winds or drafts, daytime highs, nighttime lows, even humidity matters as moisture and warm temperatures can encourage more bacteria to grow.
0: Well, what about feed? Have you ever switched the feed you're giving your flock? Last month, I tried a new brand of feed because the cost of the crumble that I normally buy went up by five bucks in one month and I ended up losing a a few pullets. I can't help wonder if it was the feed. Stop and think about what you are feeding.
1: Please don't feed the cheapest you can find because it may be lacking in minerals or other nutrients. Even if you're using a brand you've used before, the nutritional quality of the feed can vary from season to season and batch to batch. Over time, soils can be depleted of nutrients and trace minerals. This can affect feed quality. Is there enough protein? Is it the right amount for your chick, poult, gosling, duckling, or keat? Each species requires a different amount of protein. Also, is the feed fresh? Is there any sign of mold or moisture? Where has it been stored and for how long? These all matter when it comes to feed quality.
0: Feed quality will affect the health and well-being of your poultry. All valid points. I've purchased a few bags of feed that were bad. One time I opened a bag that had a bunch of bugs that flew out right into my face If you're not making the feed yourself, it's on you to make sure it's the right product for your flock. That means quality, content, and nutrition. Any other variables you can think of that have affected your chicks?
1: Bedding can make a difference too. We suggest clean dry pine shavings. I've occasionally tried other bedding and always find the pine shavings work best. Also, what about cleaning the equipment? Recently, I had losses and could not make any sense of them. After about five days of this frustration, I took everything and everyone out of the brooder and went back to square one. I cleaned and dried the entire brooder again, along with the feeders and waterers. I added fresh new pine shavings and did not have any additional losses after that. I believe I missed something in my initial cleaning, and for whatever reason, it was causing the losses. But I still don't know what it was. However, it resolved the problem and let me know that I likely had missed something. So often, we can pass over something that may seem obvious, but it can have detrimental effects on our brooding success. It's worthwhile to review
0: and record as you go and see what's causing problems. It may not be the chicks. I can't thank you enough for sharing these experiences with me today, Linda. I felt frustrated on many occasions when I was losing birds, but felt confident that my way was the right way. It's good to remember that each hatch is different for so many reasons and that there is nothing wrong with going back to square one to solve a problem. And with that, we thank you for listening to The Coop. Be sure to subscribe. And if you'd be so kind, drop us a review. Have a poultry-related question or topic you'd like us to cover? We want to hear from you. Send us an email to podcast at meyerhatchery.com.